Hey everybody, it's Evan. I'm back with our third podcast of the Babbling Bronco. I'm here with my brother Zach, like I promised. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so today we'll be doing uh, free agency predictions. Uh, just a few of them, not all of them. And it'll kind of uh, incorporate into our mock draft itself, uh, just based on team needs. And uh, mm-hmm. so after our free agency predictions, we'll start our mock draft. But we kind of took turns um, uh, with our with the big name free agents, uh, such as Trent Williams. It's kind of, I don't think, was he a free agent? Or was that? No. That was just no. trade talk, I guess. He's just their best player and wants out, and so yeah. So I think that's going to happen. But um, so I had him going to the Jets. I also had Jack Conklin going to the Browns. Um, Zach put Robbie Anderson returning to the Jets. He initially had him going to the Packers, and uh, it looks like Robbie wants to be back. There's mutual interest there Mm -hmm. between selfishly. Sorry, Evan. Selfishly, from a fantasy perspective, it would have been uh, pretty sweet to see Robbie go to the Packers. Uh, Great. Opposite Devonte Adams, but hey, if he wants to stay with the Jets, so be it. It seemed like he wasn't very happy with the Jets, but if he's going to get his money, I guess he might as well stay. Yeah. Um, in case you didn't know, Zach is a writer for Gridiron Experts. Do you still write for them? Uh, very sparingly. I'm actually working on a uh, 2020 first-round mock draft. But, yeah, I mainly do rankings for them in season and then uh, contribute to some uh, group article stuff, but pretty yeah. sparingly. So you can follow him at Zach Grubel. The last name is G-R-E-U-B-E-L. Um, he does rankings for Fantasy Pros. Um, so come September, uh, he'll get all your questions for you via Gridiron Experts, right? Through Twitter? Yep. Yep. All right. right. So we had Robbie Anderson going to the Jets. Uh, Byron Jones going to Philly. Did you want to talk about that at all? Uh, I mean, Byron is going to be a hot commodity as one of the best free agent cornerbacks uh the eagles i don't know if there's a team that needs a cornerback more than the eagles so that move would just make a lot of sense to me and i mean it's same division a lot of free agents like to go to a team in the the same division so he can play against his former team a couple times and stick it to him but i would like that move for the eagles we actually watched um, not Hard Knocks, All or Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And they were pretty depleted back there mm-hmm. later in the season. Right, injuries, injuries ravaged them last year. Which yeah, it was like almost was, historic. Yeah, their injuries played a big role, but they were also just pretty bad. All right, so Byron to Philly, he'd be a nice fit there. Um, Tom Brady. Big one, I had him going to the Titans. Um, That just seems like a safer bet right now. He could obviously return to the Patriots. But um, another team out there um, who's kind of building up some steam is the 49ers. And Mm -hmm. I think, Zach, we talked about that. Um, I don't remember when, but 
I actually had them kind of as a dark horse before, mm -hmm. um, but I just don't know if they're done with Jim. It's kind of an awkward situation with Jimmy G. Would they trade him back to the Patriots? I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of a feel-good story, I guess, if Tom went there, um, seeing as that's kind of his hometown team. Right. And that would be a little poetic if he started ahead of Jimmy again, right before he retired, like their days in New England. But, yeah. It's um, like, uh, do you remember when Osweiler thought he was coming in for Peyton? Mm -hmm. That one game. It's yep. kind of like that, except yep. worse. Yeah, and he was all ticked. Right. All right, so we have Tom going to the Titans in this case. Philip Rivers. For the record, sorry for the record, I don't think Tom will go to the Titans, but that's your call. Go ahead. Who do you think? Uh, I think, well, I mean, it sounds like he and Bill haven't been very much on the same page. Right, I saw that. I, yeah, I think he'll either stay or... I don't know, San Fran, I guess, makes sense. Or just some dark horse team, who knows, man. Yeah. All right, well, then I had Phillip Rivers going to the Colts. That's kind of how everyone's talking right now, I think. I saw some Titans thrown in there. Um, uh, I won't yeah. get into that. but Colts seem to be the big name being thrown around with yeah. him. I also heard, uh, I've heard the Buccaneers. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah, we'll see. But with him, you're only getting like a year or two left. So, they, mm -hmm. so say the Colts at 13, um, that doesn't take someone like Jordan Love out of the conversation um, because Love will probably have to sit. So that won't change much if, in this case, for a mock draft, but. We'll see. Derrick Henry to the Titans. I believe you did that. Uh, Amari Cooper also returning to his team in Dallas. Um, Chris Harris Jr. to Dallas. And Emmanuel Sanders to the Buffalo Bills. So those last two ex-Broncos, Harris going to Dallas and Sanders going to Buffalo. I believe you did those. Do you want to explain the reasoning behind that? Um. I would very much like for Chris Harris to stay in Denver. Um, he did seem to lose a step last year, though. Uh, and I'm, I know a lot of uh, people noted that, not just fans, but uh, those in the game uh, kind of noticed that he had lost a step. Uh, we just got A.J. Boye, so that was kind of another um, – you know, it's just kind of written on the wall that Harris is probably headed out. So, right. and then, I mean, when Byron Jones inevitably leaves Dallas, uh, it makes sense that they would pursue someone like Harris, who's going to be one of the top corners on the market. So, right. and then, I mean, that's a, I mean, they should have made the playoffs last year, but Harris will want to go to a, a playoff team. that Contender. Um, yeah, is capable of making the Super Bowl. So that move just made sense to me. And I I mean, it would be awesome if Amari Cooper could somehow end up on the Broncos, but 
he's just too valuable for Dallas to let him walk. Right. <laughs> and then yeah. what is the other one? Uh, just wanted to touch on Amari Cooper and Harris really quick. The Cowboys will be spending a lot of money um, with Dak, either via uh, tagging him. I know there's they sent him an offer yesterday. Not sure what's going on there, but they did send him another offer. Be interesting if they accept or what happens there. But they'll be send, they'll be spending a lot of money with Cooper and Dak, um, so they probably won't be um, that involved in uh, free agency. I'm not sure about how much money they have to spend, but I think Chris Harris um, would be. I don't know, a viable option, I guess. I'm not sure yeah. what he'll be demanding, probably in the 13 to 15 million range. But um, so if he's their only, you know, addition, that's that's quite the piece. Mm-hmm. For that. Yeah, and Dallas Dallas does have quite a bit of money to spend, according to Spot Rack. They're sixth in salary cap right now oh, at about okay. 74 million. See, this is but why yeah. this is why I need you. I don't have. I don't have that on my computer. Well, I well, don't have time to look it up. But <laughs> um, Well, yeah, like you said, Dak and Amari would certainly take up a big chunk of change. and But I would think they'd still be willing to go after someone like Harris. But Right. Yeah, and like you said, I think Cowboys kind of have a lot of um, pull, I guess, to them, just mm-hmm. being the Cowboys. So I think Harris would be happy there. And then that last one, I said Emmanuel Sanders to Buffalo. I know they need a, they kind of have a wide receiver need, not as much as other teams, but um, I know he'd be a nice weapon for Josh Allen in that offense. Yeah, and um, I, I just wonder if he is too similar of a receiver to uh, guys like John Brown and Robert Foster. And I mean, right. Sanders can play all over the field, but <clears throat> I just wonder if the Bills would be thinking along those lines. Yeah, and he is getting old-ish. Right. So they have John yeah, they had John Brown, Cole Beasley in the slot. Um, Robert Foster didn't really do much last year, but uh, I don't know. I think he'd be a okay fit. Probably yeah. wouldn't cost a lot either. And again, so. they, are, they are a playoff team, so that would have yeah. Be some good allure. By the way, I just looked it up. Uh, Emmanuel's actually going to turn 32 on wow. St. Patrick's Day in, in one week. Jeez. All right. Well, so that's all that was on my list. Um, so I'll kind of keep an eye on this list as we go along with the mock draft. But I believe uh, I have the first pick. And uh, we'll just swap. We'll just swap and take turns there. So with the Bengals, it's a shoe in for most. Joe Burrow. Um, he's second on my big board. Would you like to guess behind who? Um, I would say Chase Young. Correct. Mm. I did not tell him that before this. It's kind of obvious. Chase Young's Chase Young's a freak. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I'll just plug in Burrow here. I think, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, I didn't really like him at first. I initially had Tua ahead of him. Um, 
but the dude is a stud. He did really well against good teams. Uh, he had a great completion percentage rate. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you saw him in the national championship. He was just dropping mm -hmm. deep dimes mm -hmm. right in, right on money. All so, day long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love Burroughs' accuracy. That's probably – that might be the best part of his game. Yeah. <clears throat> his, um, his pocket presence is elite. He's very aware. Um, the big, the big knock is his arm strength, but right, that's not. Yeah, I don't think I didn't see any of that in the, from what I've seen, because his accuracy and his touch just, mm -hmm. it was something else. But and all right, timing too. Me, yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, we'll go to Redskins. All right. Well, I mean, normally I'd been. Uh, putting Chase Young here, but the more I think about it, the more I like uh, Tua going to Washington. Whoa. Because I don't uh, I don't think, you know, if I'm Ron Rivera, surely I don't think Dwayne Haskins is my future quarterback if you watched him at all last year. Because right. Haskins was – most of the time, he might have been the worst quarterback in the league. He maybe had a good game or two. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think he came on a little bit at the end of the yeah. season. So I don't mm -hmm. know if that was enough for them, but I do like the pick. I mm -hmm. think you know, I initially I thought Rivera might be blowing smoke by saying everything's on the table and then meeting with Tua at the combine. But mm -hmm. you know, the more like you, the more I think about it the more I like it. Um, and just, you know, he probably won't be healthy uh, for year one. So have him sit, have Haskins try and prove himself. Yeah. And it might turn into like a Jimmy G sort of thing where he can trade one of them. Yeah. And I mean, um, he's been doing apparently really well health wise. And I think his pro day will uh, show a lot and, um, I mean, we still have a month and a half left, but right. yeah, I mean, if he has to sit, then Dwayne can keep starting. And I mean, I know Terry McLaurin would probably be pretty sad if his old college yeah. buddy Dwayne wasn't throwing him the ball, but uh, he was a better quarterback. And so I just think, um, and I mean, right. I know Ron Rivera is a defensive guy and Chase Young is there. So that would be hard to pass up, but I'm just going with Tua here. All right. Yeah. If not the Redskins, I mean, I could see somebody trading up. Um, yeah. Yeah. So someone like the Dolphins. It. I mean, just it makes more sense because it makes sense for Rivera because he's trying to rebuild this team. So with that, you're going to want more picks. So uh -huh. who knows? Um, I initially said we would be doing the trades uh, with the with the draft network that we're doing here with the mock draft they do not allow trades unless you're premium and i'm too cheap to buy that so mm -hmm, we same. are doing no trades we just did it we just did a little more free agency predictions for you but sorry about that um on to detroit lions uh they will be running to the podium with a chase young in their hand um i don't think matt patricia uh would second guess this one do you 
Well, here's here's the only oh there's only one player I think uh, with whom he would second guess this week. Okay, two players because I was thinking <laughs> uh, Isaiah Simmons. Oh, because yeah. they they really need a linebacker. linebacker. Simmons is uh, an athletic freak. He's the most versatile defensive player in this class. Plays all over the field. So that would fill a huge need for Detroit. But you're right. It would be really hard to pass on Chase Young here. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they really need a lot of things. Linebacker, cornerback, edge. Um, but I think, just, I think in this case, Chase Young is just too mm-hmm. – talented to pass up on um much like a simmons mm-hmm. i don't think i updated my big board simmons is six right now i need to update that but yeah after that combine i i think he'll probably be going top five um either you know um lions uh giants or someone trading up i think he's that much of a freak he's like a derwin james um in that he's versatile and you know he's he said he played every position except defensive tackle at some point in his life. So yeah, yeah, he played a lot something. in a lot of nickel corner at Clemson, linebacker, safety. So yep. yeah, but I like I like the Chase Young pick for sure. All right, so Chase Young goes to Detroit <laughs> onto the New York Giants. Yeah. Um, so they could very well be losing Prince of Mukamara. So Okuda is certainly in play here. Obviously Simmons is in play, but they have got to protect Daniel Jones if he thinks if they think that uh, he is their future star quarterback. He he had some really nice games last year as a rookie, uh, but he got beat up too. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Makai Becton. Okay. And, uh, you know, who even knows what Dave Gettleman will do? <laughs> um, but he should draft one of these elite offensive tackles. Yeah. I've seen Simmons here more recently after the combine and these post-combine mocks, but mm-hmm. I've also seen Becton there too. So either way, you're getting a stud, you're getting a freak. Becton's going to be um, at left tackle for Daniel Jones probably for most of his career, barring injury. Um, I mean, no, no one's getting by that dude. Uh, what's his weight? Did you three sixty nine? He's six hundred pounds. Oh, was that it? <laughs> six seven three sixty nine. Uh, so he's like a dancing bear, really. Mm-hmm. And then he um, ran. See the one who ran like a five eleven, five ten or something like that. Yeah. Pretty dang good um, that weight. I believe, I think, didn't the Giants get rid of Amukamara already? Did they already get rid of him? I don't know. I know, well, if not yet, I think they were planning on it because I've seen all this talk of should Shermer get after him? Or, uh, I'm not Shermer, Fangio, because he played with him in the Bears. But, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, it seems like he's pretty much a goner, but. Which is why they might consider Okuda, but yeah. I, I like All that. right, yeah. All right. So the Dolphins 
Tua is gone. You missed out on Tua, Dolphins. So this mm-hmm. pick becomes harder. Um, obviously, they need a quarterback. They need an edge rusher. They need a tackle. Um, I don't know. They could trade back, potentially. Mm-hmm. They already have a ton of picks. They have one <laughs> later, in, later in the first round. Um, let's give them... I don't know. Let's give them, you know what? I'm going to give them Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, I like that. I was He's thinking uh, either Wirfs or Wills, or uh, they might go ahead and try Herbert. But uh, yeah, I like Wirfs. Yeah. I mean, the, it was kind of weird because, you know, everyone was mocking Tua to the Dolphins before the combine, and then. Mm-hmm. He had his meeting with the Dolphins, and he kind of he said he kind of got a cold shoulder. What? Well, yeah. So I don't know what to make of that, but um, yeah, who if knows they weren't, how much of that they were worried really about small. his hip. Yeah, true. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was his hip or what, or just like you said, blowing smoke. But it was kind of interesting. Or if they like Herbert. Um, so and then you know Mel Kiper and McShay have that bet on. Herbert and Love. Yeah. I think we both yeah. we we both kind of um agreed with Mel on that one, right? With Herbert over yes. Love. Yes, I would agree. So yeah, all right. So the Dolphins get Worfs, um, another combine stud who vaulted into the top ten um with his record breaking um combine. So Chargers mm-hmm. at six. Who do they take? Yeah, I guess they're breathing a little sigh of relief that uh, Miami didn't take Herbert because I'm gonna yeah. have the uh, Chargers take Herbert. They seem he seems like a pretty popular pick for the Chargers, and it just makes a lot of sense since Rivers will be leaving. So, right. Yeah, I like that pick. Herbert <laughs> is probably a day one starter. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. For the Chargers, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the I think he, I think they'll need to make you know some plays that's kind of easy for him, similar to what the Broncos did with Locke last year in that Houston game, mm-hmm. um, just easy reads and all that. But I think he'll be effective, and he's yeah. an a, he's an athlete, so he's going to be hard to contain. Um, I'm not looking forward to playing. Yeah, against him, but yeah, good size, uh, really athletic, and I mean, if they do pick him, they'll probably they might call it a camp battle with Tyrod Taylor to start it off. But and, and I mean, if Herbert starts off struggling, they could always start Tyrod at first and right groom Herbert. But right, and there was a report that you know Anthony Lynn. Uh, said Tyra Taylor is a really good quarterback. So I think he's comfortable mm-hmm. there with him. And uh, I think it would just be a good situation for Herbert Yeah, um, with the Chargers. All right. So going on to the Panthers, I think this is, I think this is the best spot in the draft because earlier, you know, you have a kind of a leap from three to seven with four, five, six, you kind of know what they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And seven, every time I do a mock draft, the Panthers, you know, either have Okuda, they either have, either have Simmons, mm-hmm. Derek Brown, 
Yeah. I mean, any of those, those guys the, is a steal here. Uh, yeah, those are the three guys I was thinking. And I've seen a few people say, you know, maybe the Panthers might want to trade back similar to the Redskins um, just with a new coach. But I think this is just like a pure gold spot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably, they're probably going to get a few offers. But I think this is easily one of the best spots in the draft because one of these guys is going to fall. Yeah. Um, so uh, they need interior defensive line, uh, potentially a quarterback. Not sure what Cam's, what they think about Cam. Uh, he just needs to be healthy. Cornerback, yeah. linebacker, Keekly retired. Um, pretty surprising retirement there. So let's get the replacement in Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, I like it. Um, obviously he can play. We talked, touched on him earlier. He can play any, he's going to be the new identity. He's going to be like a Keekly. He's going to be like a Derwin James Ooh. name, Tyron Matthew sort of name, uh, just a lot of energy. And, uh, he's going to be the new Keekly in Carolina. Yeah. He can, he can certainly play all over the field and run crazy everywhere. Just like Keekly did. So yeah, that's a good thing. Right. Yeah, that sideline to sideline, he was a monster in the run game mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. All right, on to the Arizona Cardinals. Do we yep. reunite Kyler and CD? You know, the more I think about it, the more I really like that idea, especially since receiver is a huge need for them. And, I mean, yes, Kyler needs more protection, so someone like Wills makes sense, but... uh. Yeah, that Murray-Lamb combination is just too tantalizing to pass up here, so I'm going to say Lamb. Okay. And I do feel bad that uh, Jeffrey Akuda keeps falling, but I feel like that won't be lasting too much longer. But, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I would I would be thrilled if the Cardinals picked Lamb from a fantasy standpoint. And, I mean, right. he could certainly – learn from one of the best ever play in Larry Fitzgerald. So this pick just makes a lot of sense. To me. And there's no way they're going to, there's no way that Murray's going to let them draft, you know, like Judy or Ruggs ahead of CD. It's going to be, it's, he's well, his buddy. He was already pounding the table for CD. And uh, I don't know. It would just be kind of funny if they ended up taking yeah, he Judy would be ahead of CD or something. Right. He certainly would not be a happy camper. I mean, <laughs> coaching staff is probably going to do what they want to do, but it seems yeah. like all parties would be content to pick Lamb. And, and there's no shame in that either. I mean, uh, his run after or yards after catch was insane. He's just a beast. He's not mm-hmm. even that big, but he was just breaking mm-hmm. all these tackles yep. and seemed to always be open. So yeah, they wouldn't I like have to worry. Yeah, they wouldn't have to worry about developing that chemistry. I mean, they could right. really just start right off the bat, which kind of seemed like an issue last year uh, for Murray. Um, maybe not with Fitz, but I don't know. He just seemed kind of unsettled. Maybe it was because he was on the run all the time. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If I was their GM, I I would have definitely go offensive line. But I just think they. I agree. I don't think they pass up on CD here. Yeah. Um, so we're not even 10 picks in. 
So I'm going to try and speed this up a little bit. Um, just top 10 picks is more interesting than the later ones. So I think it'll kind of speed up. But I'm going to go ahead and take Okuda for the Jags. Yeah. I think that makes sense with their cornerback. They just lost Bouye. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. And yeah. uh, I think they get a heck of a steal there. Okuda yes. was originally going top 10, so or top this, five, I mean. Yeah, if he's still there here, I feel like this should probably be the fastest pick in the first round. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, uh, Cleveland, I have a good idea of who they take. Cleveland, well, the thing is that um, if they do get someone... We had Conklin going to the Browns, just so you know. Yeah, I was going to say, if they do get someone like Trent Williams or Jack Conklin or someone like that, then I will not be giving them uh, Wills or Thomas. Um, but then I have to think harder about who I do want to give them. No Wills, huh? Well, I mean, I guess they could still go wills even if they i think didn't. that yeah i think i read somewhere they probably should double up on tackles um but i don't know because baker mm -hmm. weren't they like one of the worst lines in the league last year oh I'm, they probably were i mean chris hubbard and justin mccray isn't much of a yeah uh so, offensive tackle duet so i guess wills would still make sense even if they did trade. Yeah, I just think it'd be smart to double up. I mean, it's not like they're hurting in the wide receiver realm, but um, I don't know. I think they're pretty close to being a playoff team. They just need really protection for Baker and then a little better on the defense, and I think they're good. What would be perfect for them is if they traded for uh, Williams he could start at left tackle and then Wills yeah. at right tackle because Wills was a right tackle in college. So right. <clears throat> that would be just sublime. And then Nick Chubb could just keep running through fools. But <laughs> So, yeah, I'm still going to go with Wills here. All right. On to the New York Jets. The Jets, according to us, got Trent Williams in a trade. Um, so I believe that makes it possible for them to get Jerry Judy here. Mm, yeah. um, Jerry Judy was like, just watching film was one of the most impressive players I watched because seriously, every single time he was just wide open. I mean, off mm. the line of scrimmage, corners cannot match him mm. and because of his route running. So it was pretty insane. It was like every play he was wide open for Tua, and uh, so I think they get an awesome fit here. I think they'll be getting Robbie Anderson back. Yep, we had Robbie going back to the Jets. So match him up with Robbie Anderson. You got the speed factor, and you got the guy who can run the routes. I think yep. that's – and then Trent Williams blocking for Darnold. I think Ooh. they're headed in the right direction there. Yeah, absolute stud route runner, and uh, Judy – Robbie and Jameson would make for quite the trio there in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Crowder there. All right. So Derek Brown is falling. Do the Raiders take him? Yeah. This is just ridiculous. What's going on with <laughs> Derek Brown here? And I really wanted to give the Raiders uh, like rugs 
or maybe CJ Henderson. Don't take but, rugs from us, man. <laughs> I don't know if I want rugs, but we'll get to that. Okay. But, um, <laughs> Almost blasphemous. Here's the thing, though. The Raiders have, um, uh, who was it? Hurst, Maurice Hurst. And, um, yeah, Michigan guy. But gosh, I don't know. Brown might be. See, at this point, someone might trade up for Brown. But, yeah, um, but I mean, the Raiders have another pick at 19. It's not like they are have a short of a picks. So yeah, I bet they take one of these studs. He's just too good of a prospect right now to pass up at 12. So we'll stop the Brown free fall. All right. That's the first. I can easily say that's the first time I've seen Brown to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. I like yeah. it. Match him up with uh, Max Crosby, who had a nice rookie season last he did, year. He did. Um, that's a great defensive line. Cleveland Farrell. So. Yeah, Farrell. Uh, yeah, wow. Poor Drew Locke, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. On to the Colts. Um, T.Y. Hilton is getting old-ish. Um, hmm. They obviously need a quarterback. I don't think they're set on Jacoby Brissett. Um, but I've been doing this for them. I'm going to take Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. I think it's a similar situation with the Chargers. You can, you know, Brissett can get you wins um, and, you know, be good enough um, while Jordan Love is on the bench and until he's ready. Just go with Brissett. And I yeah. think Brissett, Brissett will probably be going um, to a, no offense to him, but back to a bench role eventually in his career anyway. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's just a great situation for Jordan Love. And then this wide receiver class is so deep, um, you don't need to take one right now. You can find uh, um, even a couple later in later rounds that um, – yeah could start for you. So I like this Jordan Love pick. Um, yep, I'd so love to I. see him in, I'd love to see him in a Colts uniform. Um, and hopefully he can, um, you know, be that Russell Wilson type of player mm-hmm. later in his career. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, unless you wanted to talk about love. No. Yeah. I like that pick and I agree with what you're saying. I don't think uh, Brissett, is exactly uh, an NFL starter. I mean, he he can play like one sometimes, and he played fine last year. But um, yeah, I think they'll be enticed by Love at that spot. And Love is yeah. still a little raw, but he's extremely athletic. So I, yeah, I think they um, like Middle that. Mountain West. Uh, mm. Did you watch him at all against Wyoming? Uh, no, which was probably a good thing. Yeah. Just so you know, Zach went to Wyoming. You dog, go pokes. Twin brother, Casey. Mm. Shout out to Casey. We left him out of this mock. I'm sorry, bro. Um, All right. Number 14, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You forgot forgot home of Josh Allen. Yes, of course. Home of Josh Allen. All right. Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers. Um, Is it my turn? Your turn. It's your turn. Oh, yes. It's my turn. Thank you. Um, I think, oh gosh, 
Who knows what's going to happen at quarterback? I feel like Jameis will probably stay. Yeah, he, that's kind of what I think. yeah, he he was bad. He was he was quite good, but he was quite bad. And I do think <laughs> I do think he needs more protection. But I also feel like the Buccaneers could use another edge threat. So yeah. I'm just Inter- debating. Interior defensive line edge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think tackle. I think when I did my last mock, I gave them Andrew Thomas. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that again. All right. Make it difficult on me for the Broncos. Just trying to make Winston's job easier. <laughs> yeah, there was a meme out there. Um, I think I sent it to you, Jameis Winston, and he was throwing it, and he's like, oh, heck, someone, someone's going to catch it. And that kind of that sums up his year last year, I think. Yeah. I think he had a similar amount of interceptions as touchdowns. 30-30 club, yeah. Yeah. He was he was very frustrating, and I mean anyone who had him on their fantasy team like me can uh, attest yeah. to that. But he, I feel like in our league, Evan, he was like the number five fantasy quarterback. Yeah. So he was still extremely good and extremely valuable in fantasy, especially paired with uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, but, I, seriously, like every probably. Most of my weeks, I had Winston in my DraftKings lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that. Um, we'll just say DK lineup. <laughs> oh, and, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think I had him most of the time in my DK lineups each week, each mm-hmm. week and paired him with either Godwin or Evans. Oh, yeah. And it worked out. It worked out for oh, him yeah. quite a bit. That's the way to go. He is frustrating. He would right. throw for like 500 yards and four yeah. interceptions. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, on to the Broncos, where I assume we're going to be spending a little time here. So, dun, dun, um, dun. so you left me with Kinlaw on the board. We will be losing a lot of defensive tackles. Mm. Um, Derek Wolf, probably Shelby Harris. I don't know about Gotsis, um, but it's not like he was a starter in the first place. So Kinlaw's a beast. I don't think he worked out at the combine, but he's going to put up some monster numbers on the con- at uh, his pro day. Um, just a really good option there. And then obviously Henry Ruggs with his speed factor. And I just don't think I can pass up Henry Ruggs, although I can easily see Elway saying, you know, it's such a deep wide receiver mm-hmm. group um, that we decided mm-hmm. to, take one later and went with another position. Um, Mm -hmm. But in this case, I'm just going to go with Ruggs because I love the guy. And I think, you know, usually you have speed or catching. And in his case, it's speed and catching. Um, He has great hands and uh, his uh, route running improved this last year. It wasn't great when he first came to Alabama, but um, it really improved probably thanks to his teammate, Jerry Judy and uh, some coaching tips. But I'm going to go ahead and take Ruggs here. It's going to give Locke um, a great weapon. I just want to see Locke just throw bombs to Ruggs all day. <laughs> um, and then so obviously Sutton on the other side. And yeah. 
hopefully with a free agent in there, hopefully we can get Tooney um, just to give Locke the protection needed to throw those bombs yeah. to Ruggs. Yeah, I like it. Uh, to me, this would probably come down to uh, Ruggs. Uh, Kinlaw, like you said, would be tempting, or someone like C.J. Henderson. Right. Um, but, and then, I mean, Elway has traded down before he did last year. So if there are teams chomping at the bit for a difference maker like Ruggs, maybe he would consider that. Right. But, I mean, Ruggs does fit a need. He he could play all over the field. So, I mean, I, lo- I, I love the pick. Yeah, I think if Ruggs or C.J. Henderson or Kinlaw are there like this mock draft and he trades down, I'm not going to be very happy. I might mm-hmm. turn the TV off. <laughs> even if even if we get Kinlaw or Henderson a few picks later. I don't know, but they're going to go fast, I think. It because... just depends on... You know, there's always the Eagles up there. I was watching this guy on YouTube who's an Eagles fan, and they just love Henry Ruggs' idea. So mm. if they listen to their fans in Philly and trade up for Ruggs, you know, one of those guys will probably be there at 21, but um, I don't know. It's just a little too risky for me. I feel like they'll like one of those guys. And I'm glad you mentioned C.J. Henderson because just because of the Bouye trade, I do not think we're done with cornerbacks. You can't. You can't trust um, Callahan with that or foot. Can't trust Yadam, that's for sure. Yeah, Yadam. One guy who did kind of a promising year before he got injured was Devonte Bosby. He mm-hmm. did a lot of. He did uh, better than Yadam did. He can hold his own. It was unfortunate that he got injured. I read that he thought he was going to take off just before his injury, but you know that could be. Just be him talking, but I thought he did okay, uh, at least for a um, you know substitute player. But um, yeah, I don't think we're done with cornerback. Uh, mm-hmm. I really wouldn't mind Henderson here either. So I think Henderson is the second best cornerback in this draft class behind Okuda. I think mm-hmm. he's ahead of Fulton. I think he's just a shutdown corner. The only bad thing in his play was tackling which is a big deal for Fangio. He said, like, yeah. no excuses in that area. But he's a shutdown corner. If you watch his tape, he's just sticky. He's a sticky guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was like Tony Carter. Do you remember Tony Carter? Tony. They called him, they called him, they called him sticky as well. Yeah, man. What happened to that guy? He was, he was good. Yeah, in uh, Peyton's early years. Yeah, man, Peyton days. Um, uh, not, but not sorry, years, Bronco early years. Right, right. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> but I wouldn't be like completely distraught if we pass on rugs, uh, just because, <sighs> just because we could just get someone later on, like maybe Rieger or someone you like sound, that. You sound too much like Elway or Brandon Ayuk. Um, you know, because, I mean, this class is so deep, and I understand that he's fast, but... Here's the guy. Here's the guy you, for you. Who's that? Sorry, I'm interrupting, but how about Denzel Mims? Yes, Mims, he could honestly go in the first round after the yeah, combine he I had. Think he, I think he did vault himself into the 
first round I've seen him going to the Packers in quite a few mocks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would do it, but it would certainly not be a surprise. I don't know. Dude, he has great ball skills. If you watch his tape in the red zone, he's just mossing people Mm -hmm. all day long. And then he put up that 4-3-9. It was just bonkers. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, So, yeah, I think we're done with the Broncos here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you had something else to add. No, I mean, I would like that pick. I look forward to that pick and seeing who's available. But... For Atlanta, <clears throat> um, I don't know I got who, here. Who do I want for Atlanta? To me, it comes down to. Uh, to me, I think it comes down to two players, and those two players are uh, Caleb Antrasson and C.J. Henderson. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go with uh, Chasson just because they really need a pass rush. That is exactly who I was going to pick. Um, Epinesa didn't have a really good combine, and I think it is going to hurt him. I think he's going to drop mm. um, even possibly out of the first round. I've seen yeah, him in the second maybe. round in some mocks. So uh, just wasn't speedy, and um, he had decent drills, but I think that 40 times going to hurt him quite a bit. It just shows – his lack of burst and, uh, uh, but he is strong. So, um, he's definitely going to be a good player. I just don't think he's first round worthy anymore. Um, I just saw him going to the Falcons a lot here, but no, I like the Jason pick. Um, but they also do need a cornerback. So, but I'm going to go ahead and take CJ Anderson for the Cowboys here because they are losing Byron Jones and they need a shutdown corner. I think well, we, we we did say Harris uh, might go to Dallas, but if he doesn't, true. this pick would be totally yeah, optimal. Either way, I mean, Harris can play in the slot, and you get a couple guys, mm-hmm. a couple other guys, CJ and Harris, and that's a pretty good defense right there. Yeah, that works too. All right, on to I I want to touch the Cowboys actually had McKinney going like almost every mock draft that I saw McKinney was going there, but I think the cornerback is almost more of a need, especially if they don't land someone like Harris. So mm-hmm. just wanted to say that before yep. Miami and I believe you're up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So we have the dolphins taking worfs. So let's see. Gosh, they could use pass rush too. Dude, Kinlaw is falling. I don't like that. They don't really yeah, need that though. I don't. I don't know if they would take Kinlaw. Jacob um, Eaton. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would shock the world, huh? Um, yeah, not at eighteen. He could honestly go in the first. With yeah. Out. I know a lot of people like his tape. Um, mm-hmm. I know Mel Kuyper really liked him. Yeah. And, I mean, he has an absolutely huge arm. Yeah. But this is just too early for me. <laughs> um, I'm tempted to go with Gross Matos here, but that's a little too early. 
Maybe, but I wouldn't mind I, it at I all. Would take, I would take Gross Manos over Athanasa, but I actually have Zach Bond over Gross Matos. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know why I did that, but you know, either Gross Matos, Zach Bond, or Epinesa. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind any of them. Or, hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him Christian Fulton. Okay. I like it. I saw his name and I didn't want him out minded that either. So, all right. They have so many, they have so many needs. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why they have three first round picks. And um, seriously, if they, you know, they have good wide receivers and they have a lot of, um, they're first in money cap space and they have all these picks um, in the first round, three of them, they could seriously legit be a playoff team in the two or three years. Ooh. Oh, mm. don't agree maybe, with that. Huh? Maybe, maybe it would have to be quite the turnaround there, Evan. Well, you're going to be <laughs> Pats, Pats are, the Pats are no longer a dynasty. Oh, I think yeah. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be between the Dolphins and Jets. Yes. Bills, what? yes. Sorry, Bills. Well, all three of them: Bills, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Jets. It's gonna be fun. It's finally gonna be fun in the AFC East. Yippee! Actually, <laughs> dude. I mean, I like Fulton here, but I mean, they could take Kinlaw with how much she's falling. I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right, the Raiders got Brown, so he's not going here. Yeah, I really don't like Kinlaw falling this much. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Jonathan Abram last year, so McKinney doesn't make sense. Uh, how about Patrick Queen? Dude, I was just going to say, how do you feel about linebacker? I love it. A match Patrick Queen side to side, or sideline to sideline linebacker. He's great in coverage, just a speedster. Um, kind of like Devin Bush last year, but um, you prefer Queen to Murray. I do, I okay. do. They're Let's actually say. pretty similar. Uh, they're pretty similar skill set, but I just like mm-hmm. uh, Queens. He handled himself well in the playoff game before. Who they pit? Who they play before? Um, Clemson. Uh, was it OU? Maybe. Wait, I know everyone was saying he did super well in that game. But anyway, yeah, that's like good. Him a little more. I like him a little more than Murray mm. in this case. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. I mean, like I said, I was going to mention linebackers. So either Queen or Murray makes plenty of sense for them. Yeah, yeah as, according to a draft network, his best trade is fluidity. And then his worst trait is functional power. So I think, um, I think he could get a little stronger. But no, I think the Raiders' defense is getting kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, which I mean that sucks to say, but it might be. But uh, <laughs> moving on to the Jags' next pick, I said with pick nine when Akuda fell to them that it would be the fastest pick in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Pick 20 with the Jags again might be the second fastest because I'm going with Kinlaw here. They are getting lucky. Yeah, the Jags are winning first round for sure. (laughs) 
That's with, insane. I don't know how we let that let this play out like that, but I mean, that's how. Well, one reason is no trades. Correct. We probably would have had someone trade up for Kinlaw and probably mm -hmm. even. I mean, there were all, there are always several trades in in the, the draft, but yeah. the Jags would be thrilled with uh, Kinlaw yeah. here. So Jags definitely winning the draft so far. All right, Philadelphia Eagles definitely need cornerback. We did have Byron Jones going to Philly. So with that knowledge, I will no longer take cornerback, and I will go wide receiver with Justin Jefferson. I know you yes. like this pick. Yeah, you know I do. He played mostly slot at LSU. You're welcome, Casey. Casey and I had a little fight yes. over that. But um, he does, He can play outside. That's the beauty of it. He can play slot. He can play outside. He's that versatile. And mm -hmm. then after his 4-4-2-40 and um, the drills, he just shined in those. Mm -hmm. So I think Carson Wentz is happy. And um, if everyone stays healthy, they should be back in the playoffs. Don't, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Dude balled out in the SEC, uh, showed up big in the playoffs, showed up big at the Combine, showed up yeah. big for Joe Burrow. Uh, this fits a huge need. Alshon Jeffrey is going to miss a few games. I mean, that's that's uh, a certainty. So, I mean, Nelson Aguilar is going to drop some balls. <clears throat> so, Jefferson to the Eagles would be really exciting. And, yeah, I definitely think they can – Return to the playoffs if they stay uh, healthier than they did last year, which should be pretty easy. Hey, just a thought. Um, how tempting would it be for the Bengals to jump back into the first round here and get Jefferson? Mm, I don't know. I I wouldn't do it. They have. I mean, they'll they'll probably keep Green. They have. Um, Boyd, yeah. They have Boyd. They have John Brent, John Ross. They yeah. have Auden Tate. So they don't really need Jefferson. That would be just getting too cute. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I just, I just, you know, with the monster numbers they yeah. put up together, you, it's got to be running at least I hear once you. through their head. But I hear you. We did that with uh, the Cardinals, though. So yeah, that's true. It just doesn't make sense here i guess um but we'll see i guess on to the buffalo bills did we do them no yet? nope and that's me no it is me it is you um bills you know i know we said uh sanders might go to the bills um but someone like lavisca chenault is too tempting mm -hmm. here. Yeah, uh, he he is a playmaker. He did everything for Colorado. Yes, he has uh, a core injury that might be a little concerning, but um, uh, the risk at pick twenty two is worth it because if he was fully healthy, he'd probably already be gone by now. So uh, I think yeah. the Bills uh, like this pick with Chanel. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been gone. I I personally think he's going to drop out of the first round now. Oh, there's do just, you? <laughs> there's just too many concerns for him right now. He didn't run the 40 well when he was healthy. And then... Um, I don't think he I was fully healthy at the uh, combine. 
Because then maybe. shortly after that um, came the news of his uh, yeah maybe he injured maybe he injured himself there, but um, durability is really a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, he faced injuries in college. Um, I probably mm-hmm. should shut my mouth since he's from Colorado, but with all these mm-hmm. Colorado fans, but mm-hmm. I'm speaking the truth. I, I know he, he's got a lot of potential. I saw a comparison uh, to Demarius Thomas. And yeah. uh, actually, Eric Decker and Demarius Thomas were both injured um, before they got drafted, and both of them were by Denver, and they mm-hmm. ended up having good careers. So There you go. Uh, I, there's and, just a there's just a yellow flag for me, but I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened here. Yeah, and I mean, he was not healthy in his junior year at Colorado, but he did play in eleven games. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Going on to the Pats. Um, according to us, they lost Tom Brady. Um, all of the New England fans are weeping mm-hmm. while watching draft right now um i don't think this is going to be a quarterback um i think it's going to be um an edge guy i like i like epinesa here oh okay over uh gross mottos yeah i initially said i think epinesa is going to be dropping out but i think i think uh he'll have a good pro day and probably come back in the Mm -hmm. first um, but he needs to have that good pro day. They're going to be friendly, friendlier clocks there at yeah. his pro day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could go, you know, sometimes Belichick surprises us. But they do have Chase Winovich, who did well last year. I think you could, you can get another young guy to match with him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, I like the position. The <coughs> Excuse me. I um, they certainly do need that. I just uh, don't know who it would be there. But I like it. Yeah. Oh, someone's knocking somewhere. Sorry about that. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. Gross Matos could easily go there. I know. I've seen him in mock Sam. I'm just shaking it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. On to the Saints. Saints. Who you got? Um. Gosh, I kind of wish Justin Jefferson was still available. <laughs> that would be fun. Let's. Hmm. I'm tempted to. Uh... Gosh, would another wide receiver go here? You think Denzel would go this early? Possibly. Maybe Rieger? Yeah, oh, I'm just worried about that combine performance for Rieger. Um, yeah, he put on a little bit of weight. Didn't run was... that forty. That his forty was shocking, dude. I out of anyone that I watched, there's this one play. I forget against who, but it was an end around, and the dude was like a lightning bolt. I mean, it looked faster than rugs. Mm. Um, so I was expecting low four threes from him, but he ran oh. a four four seven and then four five. Um, but he did look a little heavier. Um, and yeah. I think Daniel Jeremiah talked about that. But he should have a better – he needs to clean that up come mm-hmm. his pro day if he wants to stay in the first-round talk. Yeah, I think he still deserves a first-round pick. And, I mean, 
he had I, th I thought I saw that he had something like a 35 percent catchable rate at TCU yeah which is horrid but well yeah um, their quarterback their quarterback sucked their offense I, sucked I forget his name but yeah, yeah they did um the Saints uh they could use another linebacker um next next to yeah. Mario Davis so I'm gonna like go it. with Kenneth Murray here I like it. I also saw Cesar Ruiz down there who had a pretty good combine. Uh, mm -hmm. I know they need interior offensive linemen, but no, I like Kenneth Murray. That's probably mm -hmm. who I would pick. Uh, a lot like Patrick Queen, like we debated earlier. Um, played really well with Oklahoma and just a sideline to sideline. It's what you want and you need, yep. you need to cover those speedy running backs and he can do it. Yeah, easily the two best linebackers in the draft. Aside from Logan Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wyoming. Um, all right. Um, the, the Vikings. Uh, they need cornerback, interior offensive lineman. Um, I like a run of cornerbacks here. Uh, okay. A lot. There's a lot of talent. I think it's the second deepest position in the draft behind wide receiver. Mm. Um and Offensive tackles right. pretty deep, but yeah, this one's deep. Yeah, I just think cornerbacks kind of, um, yeah, the tackles did really good. Uh, but after those four, top four, there's a little bit of a drop off. Guys like um, Josh Jones, he kind of fell a bit. And but guys like Edra Cleveland, he had a really good combine, yeah. and he probably watched himself, um, if not um, late first round into the second round. Um, mm -hmm. So I agree with you, but I think cornerbacks are going to fly off the board here. Um, because so he's these, Gladney? Yeah, I think so. I think um, these later teams need cornerback help. And I really like Gladney. Um, he had a really good combine. I was watching him because I didn't really know a lot about him um, from TCU. But he's super smooth. He was super smooth in his drills. I don't remember what his 40 was, but I know it was respectable. Um, and this is his range late first round. Um, and he's he does really well man-to-man. -man. Um, so you can put him on an island. And, yeah, I just like him. I think he's um, probably close behind Fulton hmm. for cornerbacks. But yeah. I think the Vikings get a good cornerback. They're losing – Trey Waynes, I believe, in free agency. So it's a good fit. Yeah, and uh, Joe Marino of uh, the Draft Network uh, compared him to Jair Alexander, which is pretty yeah. high, high praise. Both, man, so. both uh, cornerbacks play really well man-to-man. -man, so, um, yeah, that year the Packers got Alexander and Kevin King. Yeah. Um, I'm a Packers fan, so... I was super happy with that. Those were two mm -hmm. guys, and um, it really boosted their defense, I think. So mm -hmm. uh, Vikings need it, and it's a good fit. So we'll go on to the Dolphins. Do they take yep. that running back? Uh, <laughs> um, gosh, here's the thing. I'm debating – I'm mainly debating between two positions and uh, three names, basically which are uh, Gross Matos or Taylor or Swift. 
and um, the Dolphins, Taylor, huh? The Dolphins really, the Dolphins really need a running back, and <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing, though, man. They have you got guys like Cam Akers, who might be oh yeah, probably yeah. be there. In the second See, round. it's like everywhere you turn, there's a deep position in this draft. So they yeah. could definitely wait, but after, I mean, considering Taylor's college pedigree, his yeah. combine, his physique, <laughs> I don't know. It might just be, I mean, because Patrick Laird isn't going to be no. the future no. backfield for them. So it's either... I feel like it's either got to be Swift Taylor or Gross Manas. But go either way. And here's the thing, Evan. When I did a mock last night, I mocked uh, Jonathan Taylor to them. Yeah, actually, I, a, I actually saw him in a mock recently. Probably was yesterday. Did I look at your mock draft? You didn't no. send it to me. Um, no, I saw him ahead of Swift, and I was surprised, mm-hmm. but. You know, after thinking about it, it's really it wouldn't really be that much of a shock after his forty. Yeah, yeah, um, he might be the best all around back in the draft. So I'm just gonna go with uh, Taylor here. They have their new workhorse running back. Ooh, I really like uh, Marino's comparison to Arian Foster. I really oh, yeah. like that comparison. I mean, yeah. The only <coughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it'll take <laughs> it'll take some time for Taylor to reach what Foster was able to do. Foster was one of the best fantasy running backs of all time, but anyway. uh, yeah, the only beef I have with Jonathan Taylor is his stats well, at Wisconsin. Um, just that durability factor. Yeah. Um, he had back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons, almost three. And, uh, you know, it just kind of a lot. I'm not comparing him to Monte Ball, but Wisconsin, you know, runs the heck out of their running backs. And Monte mm-hmm. Ball did not he did not last long for us mm-hmm. um, coming out of Wisconsin. So that's my only beef with him. But, you know, that 40 is going to talk probably louder than that concern. So, um, no, I like it. I think... I think they might wait a little bit longer. If it was me, I would have taken Gross Matos. But yeah. um, if if they like him enough, then take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee he'll be their next pick. So on to Seattle. Uh, they definitely need an edge, edge rusher. And I think I'll go ahead and uh, lock in Gross Matos here. Yeah. The nice. losing clown. And uh, like I said mm-hmm. earlier, that's probably would take an edge. Either Gross Matos or Epinesa should be here for them. And yeah. I don't think I don't think you overthink that one. Yeah, this would be a great pick for them there. All right. So Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yeah. Take it away. I wish uh I wish Murray or Queen were still available because this would make this pick easy. Uh, <laughs> but they are gone. And yeah, um it's quite a drop off. Yes, yes, it is. And I wonder if they would get someone like 
Caesar Ruiz with Marshall Yonda retiring. True. Or if they would give Lamar Jackson another weapon at receiver like Mims. But Yeah, and then you also have that you know, they kinda need a safety and McKinney's falling right. here. I was just, I was also thinking that. Yeah, just going back to the linebacker just for reference, after excuse me, after Queen and Murray, you have quite the drop off to Malik Harrison. This is my big board. Malik Harrison, Troy Dye, um, who are currently ranked seventy four and seventy nine on my big board. Mm-hmm. So yeah, quite the drop off. Yeah, and I do really like the idea of McKinney in that defense um, with uh, Eric Weddlegun. Eric Weddle retire? Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Um. So, gosh, that'd be Wait, that'd be their new face. That'd be their new face for the defense. Um, Eric Weddle, I believe, retired with the Rams, but the point, the point still stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Too. Um, the point still stands. He uh, <laughs> he would start right away uh, with the Ravens, and yeah. so um, I mean, he, I think he's sorry. Go ahead. No, I think he's a, I think he's a, if not um, the first year, I think he's, you know, a Pro Bowl player and they need that face on that defense. They knew they need their new Ray Lewis. It just seems mm-hmm. like after he retired, they lost identity on that defense. And I think McKinney gives you that. He's like a Derwin James type mm-hmm. of player um, or Matthew for the Chiefs. A Matthew kind, Matthew kind of um, yeah. labeled that defense. He, Kansas City. He and uh, Earl Thomas would make a pretty fierce dynamic duo yeah. in that in that secondary. So I like that. All right. So we'll take McKinney for Ravens on to the Titans. Uh, we do have Derrick Henry returning to the Titans, according to Zach. They also uh-huh. got the coveted Tom Brady goat. Did I just say uh, that? Coveted goat. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit edit Sorry that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, Peyton Manning's a goat. I don't know why I said that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sorry, everybody. I will confess my sins later. Thank you. Um, Tennessee Titans need an edge rusher. They need interior offensive linemen. They are losing Conklin. We had uh-huh. Conklin going to the Browns. So. Um, probably there's a couple not, tackles who could go here. Yeah, Josh Jones. You know what, man? I'm gonna take Ezra Cleveland here. Ahead oh, okay. Of, ahead of uh, Josh Jones, I think Joshy kind of had a bad combine, and he just needs to get more weight on him. Um, Ezra Cleveland's pretty versatile. He can play anywhere, um, and he had a really good combine. So I think they go Ezra here. Yeah, I don't mind that. He's like you said, he has been gaining steam. And yeah, yeah he they, they might lose confidence. So, yeah, I like that. All right, on to my second favorite team, the Green Bay Packers. Packers, you know, it's funny you mentioned this earlier because I think I'm going to do it here. Uh, Denzel Mims gives them another it. big weapon. Um, I love it. Alongside 
Devontae Adams. So I'm going to give the Pac-Man fear and hope for some Lambo leaps. Yep. Like I discussed earlier, um, there will be a lot of Lambo leaping. He is a freak in the red zone. Go watch his tape um, or highlights on YouTube. Seems like every highlight he's jumping over dudes yeah. and coming down with the ball. He goes and, and gets top, that ball. Yeah, top that off with his <laughs> speed, with his speed and catch radius. Um, I mean, I'm super high on him, obviously. So great pick for Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's talk that they might draft his successor later. Um, that'll be interesting. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see. On to the 49ers. Um what can they do to get back to the Super Bowl? What do they need? They need cornerback. They need interior offensive linemen. They need safety help. Um, I'm going to go cornerback here. Like I said earlier, I think they're going to be flying off the board in these later in this later first round and into early second round. There's just a lot of talent right in this area. And I say... They go with AJ Terrell. He had AJ a Terrell. good. He had a good combine. He looked really good in the drills. Um, don't watch his LSU tape because he got burned quite a few times. He played well against Oklahoma. Um, wait, did they play? I don't know. He played well the game before that, mm-hmm. um, and he had a solid. He had a solid college career with them, and I think. His combine really lifted his stock, and I think he'll do just as well at the pro day. So, um, at his pro day in Clemson. So, um, you could go Trevon Diggs here. You could go Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I was was thinking Diggs too. Sorry, go ahead. No, just one guy that really disappointed. I was pretty high on Cameron Dantzler, and he he ran a terrible, terrible 40. I think it was like 4.6 or something like that. But he was sticky in college. I don't know what happened, if he was injured or what. But I didn't hear anything after that, so I just assume it was a bad day for him. Hopefully he has a better pro day. But I had him in this range originally. Um, but after that combine, I just have Terrell ahead of him, Diggs, like you said, and Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, I think they could also go with someone like Grant Delpit. Uh, or maybe yeah. Antoine Winfield Jr. there, but I do like I do like the corner. Yeah, it'll be really interesting where Delpit goes. I read teams are pretty worried about his tackling issues, along with his along with his buddy and Christian Fulton. Um, they both have tackling issues, which I think will make them both drop. But yeah. um, you also have guys like uh, Duggar and Jeremy Chin later. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to risk Delpit here, you can always probably get a guy like mm-hmm. that later. Or Antoine yeah. Winfield. There's Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, this is just a crazy – I don't remember a, a deeper draft in yeah. recent memory than this one. I mean, the top 50 guys on this board here are just yeah. insane. Yeah, it'll be fun. And – um I think Mel Kuyper said that uh, you could realistically draft 25 to 30 receivers in the first three rounds. Yeah. Which, I mean, that seems like it would be 
hard to do, but um, <laughs> yeah, the like point is taken. Yeah, the wide receiver class is probably the best um, since what year was that? That uh, Hopkins year, the Beckham year. Yeah, the Beckham year, <laughs> uh, 2014, I believe, with yeah. like Mike Evans and all them too. Yeah, I think Kuiper or TJ said it was a little below that class. Yeah. Um, but I think I think they said it is a lot deeper than that class. Um, okay. There were just a ton of studs in in 2014. But uh, Chiefs, no one cares about the Chiefs, but we'll go ahead and give them somebody. I believe you're right. <laughs> uh, we're not even going to mention what they did. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Damian Williams is a good running back. He's not... I wouldn't call him a workhorse running back. Um, I feel like Andy Reid is someone who would take a chance on someone like DeAndre Swift here with the last pick in round one yeah. because it could really pay off for them and just kind of make their offense complete and more well-rounded. So I'm going to go with – Swift to end the first round. Man, and I mean, him. obviously they, he would still um, share with uh, yeah. Williams and they'd be part of a committee, but. Yeah. I think every Denver Bronco fan just did a gulp right now because that's just another weapon for Patty Mahomes and that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that finalizes our draft. Um, you still got a lot of good players coming in that second round that could easily have gone in the first. Sure. Um, but um, a lot of surprises. I yeah. like it. Um, I believe the Jags still had the best first round there, getting Jeffrey Okuda and mm-hmm. Javon Kinlaw at 20 later. Yeah. Um, Nine and but, 20. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. Sorry that was such a long a long podcast, but um, you can find Zach again on Twitter at Zach Grubel, G-R-E-U-B-E-L, and you can always find me at um, anchor.fm slash Bronco, and my Twitter link is on there as well. Thank you to Zach for joining us. Hopefully we can do this again before the draft and as team needs, as team needs are filled. So, uh, yep, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.